Hello, friends. This is Shauna DeMallon from livealifeyoulove.org, and you are listening to the Oracle of Light podcast. In today's episode, we are talking about a topic that is very near and dear to me. <laughs> it's what happens when you avoid the spirit world, when you have mediumship gifts and capacities. This is something that I know all too well. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, as a little girl, I saw spirit everywhere. And I referred to crossover loved ones as the see-through people. And in an attempt to fit in, and I just really wanted someone to have lunch with, <laughs> I, I just started to shut down my my. Uh, awareness of the spirit world. I, I was made fun of that I had my head in the clouds, that I was I wasn't focused, that there was something wrong with me, and so I literally shut down everything and just stopped paying attention to the spirit world completely uh, when I was in elementary school. And from that point, it was like I just wasn't. I just wasn't sharing all of me. It was um, it was like I'd become a watered-down version of myself. And I know firsthand that without having that connection, that I was sort of just going with the flow of whatever was happening around me. It wasn't, I wasn't creating a life that I love. I wasn't, you know, I didn't have strong boundaries. I wasn't able to speak up for myself. I... Um, you know, endured many abusive relationships. I was betrayed by so many different people and things just were not working and it just seemed like it, it would perpetuate and I would go from one relationship to the next relationship and this job to that job. And it's like I was always looking outside myself for the answers. I was always in search of more, you know, why wasn't this working and what was, what was happening? And, and it wasn't until I did an exercise where the facilitator had us list all of the amazing qualities that we have, all of the amazing gifts that we bring to the world. And I sat there and I started writing. I wrote a couple down and I thought, well, yeah, I can do this and I can do that. And as I, sat with it a little bit longer, it started to pour out of me and I filled a whole page of gifts and magic that I have. And for whatever reason, I dimmed and I shut it down. And, and it really brought me to a place of owning that, yeah, I'm a medium and I talk to the dead. And it's pretty flipping cool. <laughs> it just... It is what it is. It, it's. I finally came to a place where I have accepted it. And sure, is it weird? Yeah, but why can't weird be wonderful? Why can't weird be absolutely incredible? Everyone's weird. Everyone has stuff going on. And I believe that part of our journey through this this life is to is to really uncover and share and embrace and, and really honor our true authentic nature, whether you want to call that your authentic self, your divine self, 
your soul, your spirit, whatever words, whatever lingo work for you. It's really about honoring who we are, who we are at our core. And it takes a lot of courage to acknowledge who we are. We're powerful. We have soft spots. We all get triggered. We have different areas of our life that we've mastered and other areas that still need a little bit of work. <laughs> and, and, and that's okay. And that once we really start to shine that light and really start to get in touch with our heart's desires and start to look for ways to share that, that that becomes the game changer. I find when I'm not connected to my heart, then things just aren't flowing. Like I'm pushing through and I'm trying to do this and trying to do that and trying to make things happen. And then I get frustrated and things aren't happening. And what's going on? And I'm telling the universe, everything sucks. And so the universe is just, you know, serving up another big slice of everything sucks. And I kind of get on the hamster wheel of crazy town. And so over the years, I've learned to not do that as much. I still have, I still have moments <laughs> where I will... Still get on the hamster wheel. It's usually not for days or weeks on end. But it, it really is so important to um, really look at that. You know, if you have been avoiding the spirit world, you know, not necessarily as a professional medium, but, you know, if you've been avoiding the spirit world and your gifts and capacities to communicate with the other side, this is what we're going to talk about in this in this episode and, you know, the first part, again, you know, the first thing that happens when you're avoiding the spirit world is that you're cutting off a part of yourself. You really are disconnecting from an essential part of you. And you don't have to offer professional mediumship readings. You don't even have to tell people that you have that gift and capacity if it doesn't feel yummy for you. But if you have a gift and capacity with mediumship. And I'm I'm betting that if you're listening to this podcast, if you've found the Oracle of Light podcast, that you have a gift with spirit communication in whatever form, whatever, you know, whatever way you'd like to share that with the world. And again, that could be just for you. And that's beautiful. Or maybe you would like to dip your toe into offering readings, or maybe there's another way that you would love to assist people with your gift of mediumship. Mediumship is a real gift and capacity. And it is different than intuition. Some people think that mediumship is intuition and it isn't. Mediumship is a completely different frequency. I've spoken about this before in other episodes. It's like an old radio dial. And with practice, you are tuning into the radio dial, that frequency that you'd like to connect with. It's if it's a guardian angel, if it's your spirit guides, if it's a crossed over loved one, they all have a different unique frequency that we're tuning into, including our intuition. Our intuition is a completely different frequency. So if you have a gift and capacity with mediumship, it's very important to tune into the correct frequency and you learn everything you can. And you know, this is take classes, work with a mentor, learn and explore and there's so many different ways that you can do that but it's just so important and I really felt like I'd cut off a part of myself all those years that I wasn't connecting with the other side 
I really felt like there was a, a huge void in my life. Like it was just, it was like I saw everything in shades of gray. There wasn't really a whole lot of color and, you know, yeah, meh, relationships here, relationships there. And meh, it's like nothing really lit me up. And I would get excited about the next thing. I would be like, ooh, okay, I'm going to go. So for, with school, for example, I actually wanted to be a mortician in high school. And the guidance counselor looked at me like I had a screw loose. And I was like, no, I want to work with the dead. And I didn't quite understand. So I had this, this knowing somewhere inside that, yes, I wanted to work with the dead. So I wanted to be a mortician. And he was like, well, maybe we should look at secretarial arts instead. And maybe we should talk to your mom and dad. And so, yes, my parents caught wind of it and thought, what is wrong with you? Why would you say that? That's embarrassing. No, you're going to go and become a secretary. So I went and became a secretary. Well, I tried to. I just couldn't stand it. <laughs> I just hated it. <laughs> Absolutely hated everything about it. And then I, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to go back and take accounting. So I took accounting, hated that. I took, um, I studied marketing, hated that. And it was like, I would get so excited to try something else, but I wasn't connected to my heart. I wasn't connected to my spirit. So it's like everything that I chose was like, <laughs> it was just, nope, not this. Nope, not this. But I kept getting really excited about picking the next thing. Ooh, maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is it. And it really wasn't until I acknowledged that I am a medium. It's just, it's who I am. I had one of my, one of the coaches I work with, she said, you know, your life is a, a PhD in mediumship. And it really is. And my specialty, my kryptonite, if you will, is communicating with uh, lost children. That will just always be something very special for me. And so once I really started to acknowledge that and embrace it, and I kept asking my my team, my spirit team, you know, bring me, you know, different blueprints, bring me the different means to share this, bring me the different opportunities where I can share this in a way that lights me up. Um, you know, years ago, I had a huge practice and, you know, chewing through 30 clients every week. And it was just boom, 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 boom. And I actually ended up burning myself out. And I was so exhausted and so frustrated. And I just, I had to take a step away from it. And so I know that that doesn't light me up. So it's just finding things that do light me up. And again, when I'm connected to my heart, you know, and when I connect in and, and ask, okay, is this going to be something fun for me? Then I can, I'll have my awareness about, you know, whether or not it is. And if it is, yeah, we just go running <laughs> right into it. And if it isn't, then I kind of sit back and I'll ask more questions and, um, you know, gain a little bit more clarity around it. But it's really so important to claim that part of you. And it's, it's pretty cool. You know, I've gotten to the point now where it's like, yeah, if you like it, great. If you don't, get out of the way because you're not my people. You're not the people that I meant to share this with. I love how Brene Brown says, you know, you need to have people in your world who have earned the right to hear your story. And not everyone can hear anything about mediumship. Maybe they're scared. They've had an experience in their life that terrified them. Perhaps they've lost loved ones and they haven't finished grieving or processing, or maybe they have a religious background and it's just, no, that's woo-woo, too crazy, it's out there. And it doesn't matter if you have a love of, of mediumship. And mediumship in my world is communicating with the other side. That's angels, loved ones, spirit guides, spirit animals, 
different universal energies. You know, there's so many different energies that are just waiting, waiting in the wings for us to make the connection so they can assist. They can assist humanity through us. They can assist us with creating a life we love. There's so many different energies, a plethora of different energies that are just waiting, just waiting to make that connection with each and every one of us. But we need to open the door. We need to be willing to open the door and co-create and collaborate and experience all of that. So the first thing that happens when you avoid the spirit world, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's cutting yourself, cutting off that part of you. It's just, it's like there, you're just not whole and complete. It's just, it's like you're denying yourself. You're denying your true essence. And there isn't anyone or anything on the planet worth doing that for, period. There isn't. I've learned firsthand. There is no one on this planet that is worth me disowning my authentic self for, period. And once you get your head around that, it makes it easier. You know, all these years, I just sort of kept pushing it aside, pushing it aside, pushing it aside. And then finally, I just sat with it. And I just accepted, yeah, this is what I chose for this incarnation. I came in wide eyes, both eyes wide open. <laughs> this is what I was coming to do. So why am I fighting it? Let's just do this. The second thing that happens when you avoid the spirit world is you miss making that connection. You miss out on receiving profound messages. You miss out on facilitating that if you do offer readings for other people. You, you miss out on that. One of the best experiences that I had, um, I went to Safeway to get groceries. And as I was walking around the store, I kept hearing sperm in my head. Sperm, 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 sperm. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? This is, I'm here to get groceries. Just stop it. Knock it off. And so I'm walking around the store and I'm picking up milk and eggs and I'm stomping around. And I'm like, just stop it. What do you want? And I go to the checkout and it was one of the cashiers that I just absolutely loved. Like she's just such a nice energy. I think her name was Deborah. So I get my stuff on the belt and Again, all I hear in my head is sperm, 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 sperm. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Oh my God. So we get up and we're chatting and she started to tell me that her son had been diagnosed with stage four cancer and that uh, he had a very small percentage of survival and that they had just started to try to have a baby. And I froze and I just instantly felt this, all this energy around me. And I looked at her and I said, have they, have they, have they frozen the sperm? Have they, have they, you know, have they, have they done that? They have to do that before they, he starts chemotherapy. But have they, you know, have they looked at the sperm? And she just froze and she started to tear up and she said, oh, they hadn't even thought of that. She said they thought that their chance of having a child was gone. I said, no, 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 no. 
there there are there's there are two souls that would love to come through their family in one way or another and so she said i have to go call him right away and then the next time i saw her yeah they had um they were able to uh to have him go in and they did the sperm retrieval i'm not even sure if that's the correct word for it and they were able to um to conceive she was able to uh conceive and um and have and have a baby um he was able to meet the first baby and uh, I don't know if she ever did have another child, but what a beautiful blessing. If I avoided the spirit world that day and had ignored them, went to a different cashier, if I hadn't followed all of those nudges that day, then I wouldn't have been a part of that. And not that I'm taking credit for any of it whatsoever, because I'm just the messenger. But I witness profound healing and shifts and changes and growth. And I'm able to witness such beauty as a medium. To watch those souls reconnect. To watch all the love and the nurturing and the clarity to watch someone get their life back is there's no price you can put on that. There isn't, there really isn't to watch someone reclaim their life is one of the most incredible gifts that I have ever witnessed truly. And that only came about because I stopped avoiding the spirit world. Like I just, Really, all those years, I think of all the years that I, I missed out on making that connection and receiving messages for myself. This was even before I was a professional medium. And that's huge. Something else that happens when you avoid the spirit world is you, you block your own growth and your own healing. It's like, um, it's like putting blinders on yourself so you're not able to see the full picture. It's like you have blinders on and all you can see is right in front of you. But you don't realize that all of the answers to all of your dreams, all of the clarity steps to, you know, get you to point A, from point A to point B, all of the golden nuggets of wisdom are on the outside of those blinders. And by avoiding the spirit world, we do, we block our growth, we block our healing, we're, we're like, we're not, it's like driving a car with three wheels. Like we're not complete. We don't have the complete picture. And I ran into this problem for years. Like I would go to other readers and healers and coaches and ask them for clarity. And then they would give me the clarity that I was asking for. And it didn't make sense because it didn't connect to me. And I wasn't connected to my stuff and they weren't connected to my stuff. And it just was this crazy hamster wheel. I'm sure I've put a couple of kids through college. <laughs> the amount of money I've spent on coaching packages and sessions and Oh, trainings. And I know that it's all part of the process, but I would rather have, you know, a vacation home. I would rather have, you know, my Louis Vuitton. I would rather have my trip to the Bahamas, you know, like whatever that is. Like I think, wow, there's a lot that I would rather have done with that. All of those investments um, that really were not necessary, that really didn't take me to the next level. So 
in connecting into my truth, my clarity, my guidance system, I'm able to ascertain what my next steps are. I'm able to, I'm able to follow the yellow brick road, if that makes sense. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really able to connect with things that resonate with me. I can ask for things and then they show up and it's like, yeah, that feels amazing. Let's go for that. And really live my life from an authentic place as the best version of me. Another thing that happens when you avoid the spirit world is that you feel lost and disconnected. I felt so disconnected for so many years because basically I was. I was disconnected from my spirit. I was disconnected from my guides. I was disconnected from my spirit team. And yeah, I felt completely lost. You know, it's it's funny to this day. I mean, I, I know a lot of people. I know thousands and thousands of people. But there's a very close, small, knit group that have earned the right to hear my story, have earned the right to come and sit at my table, who can hold space for me when I'm going through stuff, who I trust that I can share something with them and they won't, that they'll have my back. Very few people have earned that right. And it doesn't mean that other people are bad. It just means that they're not able to be that. And so it's very important to find your tribe. You know, when you're connected, it's that much more important to find people that resonate with you. They find, there was a, a cartoon years ago and, and it was these ants and the ants would run up to each other and they would, um, are they antenna? Antennae? I don't even know what the word is. They're little feeler things on the top of their head. Someone can <laughs> help me understand what those are. <laughs> but they would run up to somebody and they would connect. No, they weren't the right connection. They would run up to the next person, do the same thing. And it was interesting because that's, I believe that that's what we do energetically. We experience other people. And to me, it, it's like the energy feels prickly. It feels prickly and off. Whereas other people, there's a flow to the energy and it's fun and it's jovial and I light up, they light up. And it's just like, ooh, this is really fun. And it's really enjoying that space and that energy that that person represents. And so it's very important to stay connected so you don't feel lost. You know, we all long to go home. We all long to feel a connection. We all long to feel like we belong. And it's so important to cultivate that connection with yourself, your spirit, your authentic self, and really activate your spirit so that you're not avoiding the spirit world, so that you're feeling like you belong and that you've found your tribe. There's so many people that come to me and they just feel so disconnected, like no one gets them. And they're, they're watering down their gifts and capacities because their family doesn't get them. They make fun of them. They, and I know that all too well. We've just written about that in the book. <laughs> I just, I've written a book uh, that will be uh, out and available hopefully by the end of the year. Fingers crossed. And in the book, I share that. You know, I was, I was ridiculed. I was made fun of. I was judged. I was rejected, gossiped about. People talked behind my back. I've experienced all of it. And what I know is that 
you know, it took me a while to get there, but what I know now is that that has nothing to do with me. And that every time I was triggered or hurt or upset or I felt defensive, that was my stuff. And that at the end of the day, my life is my life. You know, you fast forward, I don't know, 50 years. I want to look back on my life and go, yeah, I lit this up. <laughs> I lit this up. I've left a legacy. I did what I came here to do. And I've made a difference in the world. That's what I would like to look back and be able to reminisce and be excited about and, and not have any regrets, not, not wonder if I did this or I should have done that. I don't want to have any regrets. And so when you disconnect and you avoid the spirit world, it just keeps you in a tailspin. It really does. Because you are cutting off a part of yourself. Something else that happens when you avoid the spirit world is... Um, I was so afraid of judgment. And this is something that I'm, I'm still working on to this day. Is that any time that someone judges me, I my hackles go up or I, I get upset or it's like I have this reaction if someone judges me and I'm learning to sit into it. I'm practicing more mindfulness so that I'm able to just sit with it and not let my emotions run away with the cart. People are always going to judge. They judge, they judge us on the way we look, the way we talk, the way we dress, where we live, who our partner is, how much money we make, how much money we don't make. If we have a new watch every few months, if uh, we have kids, if we don't have kids, if we own, if we rent, people judge everything, you know, how we style our hair, if we wear glasses, if we don't, if we're a loud talker, if we laugh, if we swear. Oh my God, the list is exhaustive. <laughs> it's just, it perpetuates and it goes on and on and on and on and on. People are going to judge. People judge us. Oh, well, yeah, wow. She works out like five days a week. That's a judgment. Um, yeah, we like to work out five days a week because it's our mental health <laughs> and it prevents us from wanting to hurt people. I'm kidding. Sort of. <laughs> it's whatever it is, right? Like it's, I think this has been something that, that everyone has experienced. And it's something that I've chatted with, with my girlfriends about, you know, that, that fear of judgment that maybe we don't put ourselves out, you know, and it's interesting, um, I was chatting with someone at my gym and she said, what do you do for a living? And I said, I just said, I'm a medium, period. No, oh, I work with energy. Mm -hmm. I'm a Reiki master. I'm a life coach. I'm a medium. I communicate with those who've left the physical. I facilitate healing and hope, giving people their lives back so that they can begin to live again without their loved one in physical form. And I was just, it was in that moment where it was like, boom, <laughs> this, and if you want to judge me, judge me, whatever. But she was like, that is so amazing. She's like, I'd love to have coffee with you and learn all about it. And I was like, cool, that would be amazing. And even if she didn't say that, I'd be like, cool. Okay, have a great workout. Like it doesn't, I don't feel like I have to defend it anymore. I don't feel like I have to justify or explain or make the other person comfortable with what I do. I don't. There was a teacher years ago. She said when someone asked her what she did, she would say, I work with energy. 
And then if they asked more, she would tell them more. And if they didn't, she wouldn't. And I thought, isn't that shifting and changing so that you fit into their reality or what they can expect? Sure. People can only receive what they can receive and they can hear only, you know, what they can hear. I get that. But it was, it was really interesting. I used to remember, um, different people would, um, suggest what I should introduce myself as at different functions. Well, maybe don't say this and maybe don't say that. And, you know, somebody just lost a loved one. So maybe don't tell them that you do that stuff you do. Well, why wouldn't I tell them? Maybe I can help, you know? And so I, I realized that I really dimmed my light. I avoided the spirit world because I wanted to fit in. I didn't want people to judge me. But what I found is that the more I accepted it and I was loud and proud about it, the more people were, the more people could find me. Like the people that I'm here to help could find me as an example. Something else that happens when you avoid the spirit world is that you just inadvertently dim your light. You really do. And I've seen so many um, mediums and psychics and intuitive people that um, dim their light for whatever reason. And then, you know, they maybe have addictions and they have struggle and they have drama and they have all sorts of things that are not, not helping them create a life that they love. And I know firsthand, yeah, I dimmed my light. Like it was just, it was literally like, you know, putting a dimmer switch on myself. No, I'm not communicating with spirit, not listening, not interested. I wasn't being all of me. And again, it doesn't mean that you need to be a medium, offering mediumship readings or, or any of that. Just being willing to honor your gifts and your sacred gifts and capacities and why you're here and what you're here to share and what you're meant to share, then it's so important to light yourself up, find what lights you up and go with that and never dim your light for anyone or anything. I dimmed my light for so many different relationships and um, again, because other people weren't comfortable with what I did. I was told to go back and get my psychology degree because that was more accepted, that was more respected, that I could write receipts for people. And I was just like, wow, it was, it crushed me. It was a family member. I was like, wow. And then I sat with it for a bit and it was their crazy that I took on, gobbled it all up. And I actually, I remember one day, it was a few weeks later, I was looking online to look at what courses I, I had taken and, and what I needed to do to complete it. And I froze and I thought, oh my God, no, I'm not meant to be a psychologist. That's why I walked away from my degree. I meant to do this. So I know firsthand that when I dimmed my light and I was avoiding the spirit world, I just perpetuated more drama and trauma and unnecessary suffering in my world. And again, it was like cutting off a part of myself to try to fit in, to try to get people to understand And I mentioned this earlier that, you know, when you avoid the spirit world, the people who need you can't find you. The people that you're meant to serve and help and connect with, they can't find you. So, you know, you've disconnected, you're not connected, you're, you're, and you don't have to be super loud and proud. It's just, you need to own it in whatever way works for you. 
So if you're avoiding the spirit world, you've dimmed your light. You've cut off a part of yourself. You may be feeling lost and disconnected. You're blocking growth and healing. You're afraid of judgment. Yeah, it's like you're under a rock. How are people going to find you? How are the people that you are meant to serve and help going to find you? And so it's very important to, if you are avoiding the spirit world, I invite you to look at that. Why are you avoiding the spirit world? And look at that and really take an honest look at what that is and what you need to do to maybe shift that and change it so that that energy is flowing and that you can communicate with spirit. Maybe it's communicating with spirit with your guides, your loved ones, just for you. And that's perfect. Maybe you would like to, you know, maybe you want to start doing some guided meditations and helping other people make the connection. Maybe you'd like to teach. Maybe you'd like to do readings. Maybe you haven't figured out what it is yet, but maybe, just maybe, a weight's been lifted. And this is giving you the opportunity to really look at you know, have I been avoiding the spirit world? Do I, truth, do I know that I have a capacity with mediumship and I haven't been willing to look at it? I've kind of been brushing it aside. Okay, cool. And this is an invitation for you to look at, hmm, all right, what can we do with that? How can I shift that? How can I change that? Can I, maybe I can do a new meditation. Maybe I'll write my own meditation. Maybe I want to record a meditation and sell it. Maybe I'd like to start a blog post. Maybe there's some videos I'd like to make. There are so many different ways that you can share your gifts with the world so that the people, the people that you're meant to meet and connect with can find you. It's like you're putting out a beacon. You're putting out that call to say, hey, I'm here. I've got my gifts. I'm ready to go. I want to share them. It's like sparkles. It's like grabbing a pocket full of sparkles and boom. It's... Everyone gets sparkles. I have a slight addiction with sparkles and that's okay. And so again, I invite you to start looking at, am I avoiding the spirit world? Am I avoiding my spirit? Am I avoiding connecting with my true authentic self, my higher self, my divine self, my spirit, my soul, my essence? Am I avoiding that connection? Because that connection precedes your connection to the universe if you're not connected with your soul, your spirit, your essence, your authentic, true self, you're not going to connect much else into the angelics or the crossed over loved ones. And for me, mediumship is communicating with energies that are on the other side, as in not in a physical body. And so for me, mediumship is, is not just crossed over loved ones. I communicate with um, the angelic realm. I communicate with um, the masters of the Akashic records. I communicate with uh, spirit guides, spirit animals, the um, mineral kingdom, the um, nature spirits. Um, you know, there are, I don't think we will ever have a full catalog of all of the different energies that are available for all of us to connect with. But it's very important to start to look at that. You know, are you avoiding the spirit world? Do you have a gift and capacity with mediumship that maybe it's been lying dormant and it's starting to wake up? If you would like to learn more, 
There is uh, a mini course on my website at livealifeyoulove.org. It's called Opening Things Up, where it starts to, it, it's like an introduction into spirit communication, what your strongest gift is, how spirit may have already been communicating with you. Uh, in some different ways, you can start to really open that up. And we talk a little bit more about, you know, you can't avoid the spirit world forever. You know, how to be loud and proud. We do some some more energy clearings around that to clear energy up so that you can start to really step in and own your mediumship and, and really find ways to honor it and, and fun ways that you'd like to share it with the world. And if you have any questions at all, please reach out. I'm always happy to receive emails and text messages and, and um, receive all of your beautiful comments. And I send you mountains of love. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.